Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. <laughs> he broke Terry's jaw. Yeah. He's dead already. He's already um, stopped hitting him. <laughs> yeah, this is nuts. It's, it's nuts. They, they cut away from the kids and they cut to the plutonium killer for some reason. I don't even know why. He's just out of breath or something. And then they smash cut to Randy and Jack out on a jog. And the plutonium killer and Rattail are watching them. And yeah. Jack's kind of flirting with Randy or whatever. And the rat tail guy's got his little cane and he's licking it like a weirdo. He's licking the tip of his cane and, and like, like yeah, rubbing, rubbing it, it on, on his, his face. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know if that's f- supposed to be menacing or creepy, but it's just fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> it's, it is weird. Like it's really, it's really weird. Like it's it makes, off-putting. Yeah, it is off-putting. Anyway, like now Jack is just jogging through the streets of New York and uh, Rat Tail decides to follow him, and he takes a fucking blow dart to the neck. He takes a like, couple of no- <laughs> the blow dart. Ta-ta! <laughs> yeah, and Jack goes down, and Rat Tail's like, <laughs> "Well done, sir. <laughs> well done." Capital, capital, capital blow darting, capital blow darting, sir. Oh Hold my on, god! I have to lick the tip of my cane. <laughs> While I pleasure myself thinking about the blow dart. There's, there is a decent amount of men jumping up from the back of seats of women here in cars. Man, like, if you, live in, if you live in New York, like, there is always a man in your back seat laying always. there in waiting. Yeah, always check the back seat. Because Cynthia Rothrock, a.k.a. Detective Flores, comes over here and gets in her car. And some guy's in her back seat and jumps up like, surprise, and like yells at her. And then three other guys come and smack her around and throw her in the back seat. And they're laughing at her and they're like looking at her New York Ninja shirt like, ha ha, New York Ninja. Ha, oh, you're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, they literally say you're so fucked as they drive off in a piece of shit Capri. Like a piece, know, like, right? you know, that detective, like she's a detective. Like she's not on the take because her car is a literal piece of shit. <laughs> it's a P.O.S. 
hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. So then we cut here to the the fucking plot twist. The plot twist of the detective that <clears throat> that was working with Detective Flores is now talking to the Greg Proops guy. And the Greg Proops guy is an Interpol. He says he's an Interpol agent and he's there investigating the disappearance of the women or whatever. And he's like, I'm helping you because these fucking women keep disappearing, you dumbass. Like, that's why I'm here. This is a big problem. Like, he's explaining to this detective why he's there and what he's doing. But if he's Interpol, can he just arrest him? I would like to think so because he's you're a cop, got all right? the evidence. He's he's traded the girls. He's traded the money like on several occasions. He knows they're disappearing and they're dying. And why does he go to why does he go to the New York City police if he's investigating this international? Tra- why why am I even asking? Like yeah, there's never no mind. point in asking this dude. Yeah. Why 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 am I even questioning this horse? Applying logic to this dude. Yeah, we just saw children ninjas beat up three thugs. <laughs> like yeah yeah. <laughs> we literally watched a ninja on roller skates. Yeah. So John here walks down the street. And in the middle of 27 million person New York City, John stumbles upon the car that has the one cufflink that he notices. Yeah, he spots the cufflink. And he walks over and the guy's, he, he literally walks up to the guy's window and stares at his cufflink. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, sorry. I'm, right. I'm, and he pretends to tie his shoe or whatever. Runs over to the payphone, calls Randy. Hey, meet me because I got a thing. I, I know what's going on now or whatever the fuck he says to her. So Randy goes to, I'm assuming this is Central Park, but she shows up with her red umbrella here, talking to herself like, oh, John, come on. God, where could you be? What's going on? Oh, my God. And we cut up into the tree. Oh, my Jesus. He's, John, the ninja, is literally inside the fucking tree. Inside. But like. Inside the tree. Nine feet up. Yeah. I don't get it, then And then, coincidentally... The guy whose cufflink he was looking at prior to the phone call shows up wearing a cardigan, and they now decide that they're going to sexually assault Randy again. Again. And But John pulls out a rope. Yeah, this is... And lassoes a guy. Uh, he lassoes him over a branch. Yeah. And then pulls him up. And pulls him up. It's ridiculous. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. insane. It's, it's insane. And then, it's they they throw they they fire a gun at him a few oh, yeah. times and he he literally does a round off backhand <laughs> spring in order to get away from the fucking bullets and he holds up a chalk ball threateningly but doesn't throw but he it he doesn't doesn't throw it it's too lethal chad it's too lethal there is a jacked dude in a skin tight leather outfit wearing yes. like a chain around his neck and an uh-huh. eye patch and he's holding a giant whip yep. and there's women in just like sweatpants and bras and he's whipping them with this whip that looks like this it looks like the snake in beetlejuice it does look like the snake in beetlejuice and he's whipping them <laughs> towards a building and like <laughs> yep. they're like ah ah and they're running inside the building and then of course they're dragging Randy into the building so at this point in the film, you're thinking, okay, this must be the stronghold where they're keeping all the women that they've been kidnapping. And now they got Randy in this building. Oh, they picked up Randy. Now, Randy's in with all these other chicks that they've kidnapped. And we cut to John looking upset, forlorn on the New York City waterfront. And somebody walks up 
and John grabs him and puts him in a wrist lock, but ends up with a knife to or a gun to his face. But it's the cop. Yeah. And the cop is like, uh, can we talk? And he's got a gun on John, and John's got a knife on him. So now they just have to sit here and have a little tete-a-tete about what's going on with these women and where they are and they need help and blah, blah, blah. Now the cop is going to John because he knows he is the New York ninja. And he yes. wants he wants John to help him take down... But why can't... Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I keep saying why. But, you know, this is something that the <laughs> cops should clearly be doing. I, I have Interpol, a why. Why doesn't the man's hat fit properly? He's wearing a baseball hat, but it's like tucked in. He's got it tucked. It's yeah. It. I've never seen a baseball hat worn that way. No, he. It, it's like if you were gonna roll a toque. Yes. <laughs> but yes. from the top, like it's <laughs> ridiculous. And John, like to John's credit, he's been wearing the same gray, white, and yellow striped sweater throughout this entire film. And yes. this is super, I don't know how long it took for them to, like, there's hardly any information about this film. Yeah. I don't know how many weeks, but he is rocking the exact same wardrobe throughout the, throughout the entire film. So it's hard to say, like, they might've, they might've just shot it in a couple of weeks real quick. I think they probably did. And the acting here is, again, astonishingly bad because- the cop asks John for his help as the New York ninja. And John says, the problem is you want them alive. And I want yeah. them dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Like, seriously, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched this movie, go watch this movie. You will laugh your ass off. You will laugh your ass off. And I like how they keep cutting. Like they never actually say who he's talking to, but plutonium killer is always walking around menacingly. He's on the telephone and that guy with the cufflinks, his name's like Johnny cufflinks or yeah, something like that. Something ridiculous. And then we're kind of building up to, I guess the climax of the film. If you, if you want to call, call it, it that, that, sure. Yeah, yeah, you, like, <laughs> you could go that way if you'd like to, sure. <laughs> so, basically, New York Ninja has got to rescue Randy and free all of these girls. And now Johnny Cufflinks and one of the thugs goes to meet Plutonium Man under, like, an L train. Yep. And then This they fight open, scene is ridiculous. They open the back door and the car is empty plutonium man is not in the car and then they roll down the window and oh he faked them out he's driving now the driver and his acting is so cheesy here where they're like hey man where's your boss and he just kind of looks over and grins like yep like like a dentine commercial or some (laughs) shit it's just weird he's got those like those sunblocker shades with the leather bits on the side. Yeah, you remember those, eh? Like they oh, had yeah. the, the leather leather on the sides to prevent the sun from seeping in the the sides of your glasses. Like oh, those yeah. were quite popular. Those were very very popular at the time. I quite liked those at the time, and now when I look back, they're cheesy as shit. Yeah, but I love that he then pulls out two guns. And crisscrosses them and points them at these three guys. And you can see yeah. the seams in the plastic where the two halves yes. of the plastic guns yeah. fit They're together. They're so plastic. They are so <laughs> plastic. It's amazing. But then the thugs look up and go, oh, look, it's the ninja. And he's standing 
on the frame of the L train, like 20 feet up. He jumps down, lands on the car, and then somehow he's got a fucking tennis net. It's a tennis net. It's not a ninja net. It's a fucking tennis net. It's a tennis that's, net. <laughs> that's, dude, and he throws, he throws the net over these three guys. And they immediately take it from him and, and wrap him up in his own net. Hoisted by his own they sure do. Net. Hoisted by his own petard. They do a goddamn reverse shot. <laughs> I was just going to say. Where the he's on the ground. <laughs> and they reverse shot so he jumps up and backwards 30 feet into the air and just slowly rests into the Y of these steel gir- beams that are holding up the bridge. Dude, it's amazing. It's so good, dude. It's like, it's like, do you remember, do you remember when they did that in American Ninja one and the Ninja basically just jumped backwards onto the truck when the American yes. soldier fired the gun? Like yes. that was legit. That actually looked really that was good. Yeah. yeah, this this does not look like this. This looks like they've just reversed the film. Like it it does not sell at all, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious, and he's also still wrapped completely in the tennis net. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like he shows up, pulls out his tennis net, he throws it on, and they just get out of it right away and wrap him up in his own tennis net. <laughs> it's not even a ninja net. Like they didn't even attempt because no. it's got the fucking white strip of vinyl. <laughs> like going down the entire net and you're just like wait a second that's a tennis net this uh this next bit blew my brain apart because the the black cop shows up with his gun and they all the girls are there in their negligees and underwear and stuff but then we cut to this open wheat field somewhere yeah and john is back flipping into frame yeah across that's how he travels he doesn't <laughs> like oh fuck i can't roller skate across this wheat field i'll just do fucking backflips from one end of this field to the other and then he just by happenstance bumps into rat tail who's yep. chewing his rat tail and pulls out two rapiers two like fencing swords yeah and starts doing these crazy moves with them that like, make no sense at all good like not good at all. But then he goes into like this weird crisscross of fencing and drunken kung fu. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. And he keeps bobbing his chin like a circus seal. And yeah. he's just like Ur, and he's trying to be like fancy and princy prissy and mincing in his movements because yep. he's wearing a tuxedo, so that's how he should fight. And it's dog it's dog shit awful. It's- it's... absolute dog shit and it's hilarious i could not when i was watching it i was like is he acting drunk is he drunk is is this is that what's happening right now they but he's just they, playing drunk they cut back to the thugs when the police show up to arrest them and there's a dude who actually has like a jacket from the bay with a removable hood and he's just wearing the hood like with the fur you know the fur yes. rim he's just wearing yes. the hood and like a track jacket like, it's not attached to the appropriate jacket. It's hilarious. Like, these guys these guys are dressed in, like, winter clothes. It's so fucking awesome. And when they cut back to the cop and he's got that one guy, he literally has a Team America mustache. Like, yes. stuck to, it's like black cotton glued to yeah. his face in a haphazard yeah. manner. Yeah, like- when, Gary, <laughs> when, Gary got the, when Gary got the disguise. 
got to the Durka Durka bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that. It's that bad. And yeah, like, I do not know what Rat Tail is doing because it's not, I, I don't even know, dude. Like, I don't even know. He's just. It's like drunken kung fu, but fencing. At one point, he, like, does a front flip and lands on his back, like, for no reason. Yeah, like, he legit does a front flip and does not land on his feet. And then (laughs) he dives at New York Ninja, who slices him across the chest and kills him. And that's a wrap. In the most ridiculous fight in the movie. Like, this, this fight wasn't even entertaining. It was more like, what, what? What is going on? Like, yeah, the whole time I was it like, was what bizarre. The fuck is happening? Like, I didn't understand it because he, like, he never acted drunken monkey kung fu fencing at any point prior. So there well, was no reference. To be fair, for no, nobody has. Well, no, fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. And then they cut back to Plutonium Man burning. Who's the picture he's burning? It's a picture of Jack, is it not? With the bloody eyes. Oh, okay. He's like voodooing Jack. Oh, my God. I think he's voodoo, because Jack does something weird in the end here, right? He knows voodoo, too. Oh, he knows voodoo, he knows hypnosis, he's made of plutonium, and he melts, and he has sex with chicks, and, like, because, remember, they cut now to Jack, and Jack has the glasses, and he's like, <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. And he, like, put his soul into Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack's hair's spiky now. Yeah, his hair's spiky now, so he's some, he somehow took over Jack's body. Yeah, I... This movie is so fucking crazy. I forgot that happened, dude. Like, that's that's actually how crazy this movie is. I forgot that the plutonium man that does hypnosis and kidnaps women and murders them by touching can also take over people. And he possessed Jack. But then we cut to John the ninja with a, a literally a purple feathered blowgun. Yeah, he he's got that. <laughs> purple feathered blowgun that he takes out two thugs with yeah it doesn't even pull his mask down he did at one point he did pull his mask down to blow oh did I, he? Did, okay. I, I did see that but purple feathers on a blowgun and then he yeah oh my god and he breaks into where all the girls are <laughs> he breaks into where all the girls are being held juices he starts chopping the fucking chains that are holding them up man with his sword with a sword like fast oh yeah <laughs> like and he's hitting these little like poses, like he holds the sword in front of him, like whoa, like he's running with the sword in front of him. And Detective Flores is there, like in her semi wannabe Madonna look with her with New York... a huge smile on her face. Oh yeah, she's not even upset that she's been kidnapped. Nope, couldn't care she's less. She's just smiling, like thank you, New York Ninja. Well, I'm useless. Yep, can't do anything. All these girls are useless. They're all damsels in distress, waiting to be rescued by this New York Ninja. And he literally says, you're all free now. Get to safety. And then the, the fucking thug comes in with the gun. Freeze! He throws a smoke bomb and he's gone. And he leaves all, all the women yep, he sure with, does. with the thugs. Yep, every one of them. And then we get one of the most insane fight scenes ever because... Oh, this is garbage. It's so garbage. Detective Flores here has to beat up these thugs with some of the worst punches and quote-unquote kicks I've ever seen. <laughs> In my life. <laughs> Dude. And the thugs are selling it. She does this this sidekick that, <laughs> yeah. like, if you were wearing a flip-flop, <laughs> like, you, your flip-flop would not come off, <laughs> right? With her, like, she could she could do all of her choreography with her with her flip-flops on, and none of them would, would go. And she, when she hits the guy, he goes flying like he just got hit with that with a wrecking ball. sidekick from, 
yeah. from Inner uh, Revenge, uh, <laughs> Return of the Dragon. I just started naming off all the all the R words I know. Every other, but yeah, movie, it's yeah. really bad. It's re- yeah, like any sidekick from any movie like, <laughs> it would be better. <laughs> like, it would be better. Like this is this is awful. But and t- they go outside here now. The girls run away, and the one of the thugs, the the like you mentioned earlier, the the skin tight leather guy with the chain around his neck grabs flores smacks her backhands her and then says how about some head and fucking head butts her in the yeah. face <laughs> yeah. that's actually a funny line yeah that's actually a good line it is like, credit to be honest credit where it's due and uh like i could see i could see like buffy the vampire slayer saying that yep. you know like how about some head and then delivering the headbutt. like it's a it's a funny bruce willis type line and she takes the headbutt and it does nothing to her not nary a mark on her makeup face. And then yeah. she kicks the shit out of that thug. But then all the girls run away. They run away, I don't know, 27 feet, and then stop yeah. to warm themselves stop. around a burning barrel. Yeah. A, like, I expected <laughs> to see Frank Stallone like, drinking some fucking cheap wine. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.